Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Time Fillers podcast. I'm Con and I'm back again with Reese. Good afternoon. And Danny. Good evening. How are you lads doing tonight? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. But why is that, Danny? Because I went to the pub yesterday. Oh, oh big and. Big and. And I had the best pint I've ever had. As you already know. Where, what pub's this in? Uh, it was the Park Hotel in Barrow. Because I'm back in Lancaster now. We love Lancaster. Big up Lancaster. Yeah, what do you make of the Park Hotel? Uh, it's, it's like a, it's a proper traditional like local pub, and it 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 was it, it, despite all the regulations, it wasn't that much different to when I went there before. I just sat, I just sat on my own with party carling, and it was the best night in three months. I, I mean, we we love to see it. The fact that you said there's not much difference and that you're on your own drinking is a little bit sad, <laughs> but I, I was I, I was the biggest difference is it wasn't on it wasn't with anyone, you know. Oh, of course. I don't go to the pub. I'm not that sad. I do go to the pub alone sometimes. Quite a few times. but, but All the time. <laughs> I'm not a raging alcoholic. Okay, that's, that's good to know. Thank you for letting us know, what Danny. What a raging alcoholic would, would, would say. Yeah, but anyway, what was this brilliant pint you had? A pint of carling. But it was more than just a pint of carling, you know? It was... It, it symbolised the end of three months of lockdown. It symbolised a, a bright new future of opportunities in a post-COVID world. It, it, it tasted, it tasted of Carling. It tasted, it, it did taste of Carling. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no skirting around the fact it was a pint of Carling, but it, it was, it was like Carling plus, you know. Okay, fair, fair. I mean, I've got one question for you, Danny. What? Had they run out of every other kind of alcohol? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well. <laughs> I, I asked for my usual, which is a pint of myself, but the park doesn't have any Amstel, which is absolutely devastating. So I, I just looked across, and Carling was the first thing I saw. So I was like, oh, I'll have that there. I mean, Amstel's a good pint to have as a starter. I'll, I'll give you that. It's a solid pint. It's cheaper than some pints. That's true. Oh, what's your go-to, Reese? Well, see, I, I cannot stand beer, unfortunately. Um, I am. Uh, on the on the Carlin front, Carlin dark fruits, the mixed berries uh, cider is is actually very good. Um, the it's always it's always got to be a cider for me. It's, if I was starting out, the the first time I go to a pub in the next couple of days, it will have to be a dark fruits or something. Strong bow is usually the traditional, but you know, not 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 as great fan as that as you know, say Magnus dark fruit. Magnus is the, is one of the best ciders I, I feel, um, and uh, Stoford Press. Absolute, absolute gem that is as well. So I'd rank them above the the the, the strong bows for sure. But yeah, I'm I'm still a, a weak cider boy. Oh, I mean, fair. I mean, I've I swap. I don't really mind too much. I'm not too fast. I'll give everything a go at least at least three times. But my go-to is either I, I'd say John Smith's. Can't go wrong with John Smith's. And have you have you guys heard of brains? Brains. I, mean, I, I know what brain is. No, but have have you heard of brains, the beer company? I've not. No. Please educate. I, no. Oh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Uh, it's S A Brain and Co. And they're they're in Cardiff. 
they do all kinds of brains. It's, it's mainly beers and bitters. There, there's, they've got classic brains. They've got brains bitter. They've got brains gold, which is like Carling Plus, only better. And then they've got brains dark, which genuinely, when you see it, it looks like a pint of Guinness. Or like a very thick Coke. I, I have a question though, right? Yes. What is a brain? What is a, a brain? A, a, a singular brain. Are we on about the drink? In the context of drinks, I'm aware what a brain is. Okay. Uh, a singular brain. Uh, it's just a bog standard uh, beer. Uh, I mean, it was great because, I mean, they were the main sponsor on the Welsh Rugby Union kit for about six years. You'd love to see it. Do we? We we do. I mean, it was great to see because you had like Wales playing Ireland and the Irish rugby kit sponsored by Vodafone or like O2 or like fancy, fancy phone companies. Wales, who are you sponsored by? Oh, we're, we're sponsored by uh, this alcohol company. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they do an all right amount of uh, beers and stuff, but I haven't had them in donkey's years. I'm going to be honest. I haven't had them in a while. I, 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 I recently discovered, I went to Sainsbury's the other day and um, discovered a golly, South African cider. A uh, nice uh, range of sweet and dry ciders. Uh, so I thought I'd give them a crack. Very nice, very nice. So if uh, any cider fans out there, get, 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 get some scolly down use. Yeah, so it's like trolley or dolly, but it's spelled S, uh, S-X-O-L-I- L L I E Scully. It's got an X in it. It's a mindfuck. What about you, Danny? So have you guys heard of the company uh, called Brewdog? I haven't. You haven't? I haven't, no. You've not heard of Brewdog? I haven't. I don't drink beer and I know what a fucking Brewdog is. Brewdog don't just do beers now. Do they not? Uh, they, they, they do ciders and I think even spirits now as well. Oh, huge. So what from Brewdog have you been drinking? Um, well, so when I went back home, uh, we, we, we had the dilemma that there appeared to be an alcohol shortage in the supermarkets. So my dad goes online and he finds Brewdog. And because we're, because we're in such panic about the alcohol shortage, my dad decides, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to order 96 cans of Brewdog lager me to survive in lockdown i mean that'll see you right for a weekend and i think i, I think we have to do it twice because because we ran out but we, we also had the brew dog ciders and there was like a a more upmar- a more upmarket version of strong road dark fruit nice oh well, i mean i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to browse this they also have a really nice lemony, pretty weak but nice lemony beer as well that my dad's ordered, but I'm not going to be able to drink until I get back. Sad react. So yeah, we had 96 cans of Lost Lager and I think 48 cans of the special ciders. That's what I've been drinking in lockdown, and a lot of it. That's huge. What's been your favourite? Ooh... 
Well, we had we, we got like eight of these sour beers, which is like halfway between a beer and a cider, if that makes sense. Interesting. Is it more beery or more cidery though? Or is it is it purely a whole different league? It is technically a beer, but it if you like cider, you'll probably like it. I do like cider. We have gathered that. Gotcha. It, just it just tastes like a cider. It's not actually a cider. Wow. Doesn't mind fact that is. But I, I think it's quite strong. I think it's like it's it's, it's at least five percent. I've been having uh, a fair amount of sort of Doom Bar cans of Doom Bar, and then also when I went up to uni and cleared out my room, I found out I had an undiscovered stash of Strongbow cans. Lovely. So I've been working my way through that. There is a drink we should all be trying, I think. A drink that I've only just discovered because as 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 we is um we've got we've got a fan base in moldova apparently what's this drink big 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 but yes i was doing a bit of research uh while we were just talking about um our favorite drinks and i found out the uh, the favorite the highest rated beer in moldova oh of course we do um according to rate my beer um and it's a it's a beetroot borscht ipa which right. uh, people describe as uh Aromatic, uh, pretty in-your-face beetroot with juicy tropical fruits. Some grassy notes and soft grapefruits. Others go on to, to say it's, uh, it's a deep amber with dense, steady off. But yes, very, apparently very, very uh, aromatic, very tropical. Some describing it similar to, to jam and honey. Um, it's from the, the Lita Brewing Company. In uh, in Moldova's capital, I mean they've done very well. I mean they've got three of the top four alcohols and beers in Moldova. It's uh, it's, it's clearly one of the best. So 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 I hear that the podcast is going to take the take a live episode from the viewing company in Moldova. In uh, well, what once travels unrestricted, I I, I hear we 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 we're, we're taking a an educational trip. Do I, this, this is research. It's not. It's not nothing else. Obviously, like it's educational. Absolutely. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Their 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 alcohol that's number three has intrigued me even more than this beetroot borscht beer, and it's called the Fire Starter. It's it it depends. The the there's one which is a cocktail, which is two parts vodka. One and a half parts Contru, one and a half parts peach snaps, one and a half parts slow gin, two parts coke and ice. I'd give that a go. <laughs> yeah, but the um this fire started it's a beer from Moldova. And it generally does look very it's it's another IPA. And it genuinely looks very nice. <laughs> Spicy and hoppy in good balance. Perfectly balanced. Oh, I, I mean, I'd give anything a go, to be honest. As it says on the slogan on the fire start, it says, radical beer for radical people. <laughs> are you a radical person? We, we are quite radical. I mean, speaking of radical, D Danny, 
Is this the story about my keys? The case of the missing keys from pre-lockdown. So it's it's a it's a standard night out in the town, you know. It's it's just me 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 and Alex. Alex, by the way, fantastic summer camp. Big shout out, Alex Reed, putting on a great summer camp. It's good fun. Three days of absolute mental fun. We all enjoyed. Anyway, so I'm I'm in the club. I'm having a fantastic time. I'm absolutely wasted. And then, you know, I put, I put my hand in my pocket because, you know, as you do, just take my phone, my wallet and my keys, still there. Fill my, fill my phone, fill my wallet. And I'm like, oh, shit, my keys aren't there. They appear to have gone missing. Now, I have to ask, what would you normally do in a normal situation in a nightclub if you lose your keys? You'd go to the lost property and ask them. But I, I'm thinking outside the box here. I, uh, and rather than go to the lost property, I walk the 40-minute journey in the pissing rain back to my house without my keys. <laughs> There's two ways you could describe that. The first is stupid. But there's a second way to look at it. And that's determined. I, you know, I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I'd like to think it was logical. I mean, I'd like to put in a point and say you weren't thinking if you were that pissed and you walked 40 minutes for your keys. <laughs> I, I would then second that thought. Oh, so, so then I, I, I get back to the house and unsurprisingly, considering it's two o'clock in the morning, no one's awake. What? So... So rather than do the sensible thing, take my phone out, message someone, call someone, I proceed to bang on the door of my house for the next 10 minutes trying to wake people up. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. It, it nearly worked, apparently, because someone did actually wake up. But then as they woke up, I stopped. So they thought it was something else. How many people were there? Like, were you, were you with your flat or were you with somebody else? Oh, yeah, I, I, was, I was with Alex. I was just being Alex. I wasn't with my dad. How many flatmates do you have? Oh, three others. And they were all asleep. As it was two o'clock in the morning. It, it woke one of them up as I stopped. So then what I... Then, I, I, I did... There was one big plus from, from... And I found out some new information. And that new information was that you can't unlock your door by reaching your hand through the letter. Ah, it is it's good to know Danny Jones' home safety. You know, it's uh, every every cloud has a silver lining. I have to say, I think that's one. Yes. Did you get your keys in the end? Oh, we're not at the end of the story yet. There's still there's still many uh, it's still many things that happen. So then I uh, at this point I'm pretty depressed because you know I'm currently locked out of my house. It's chucking it down with rain. I'm pissed, and I I I, I, I just I just sit on the pavement contemplating my life choices outside the house basically having having a breakdown for 10 minutes and then i then i realized that this isn't going to do anything i can't just sit here for the next six hours so i finally decided to to do to make the sensible move and get on my phone and call someone unfortunately my phone was out of battery it's it's not looking too good for you at this point i'm going to be honest i know it's not it's not so at this point, I'm I'm really pissed off, and I thought, you know what, I I may as well just head back to the club and enjoy my night. <laughs> but of course, what happens after you've had uh, a large quantity of alcohol? You need a piss. Oh no! Oh no! No no! 
<laughs> so as as I'm walking back, I'm 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 desperate and I'm like, you know what? It's 40 minutes away. I can't last that long. So I I I, I do what my friend calls seize the opportunity. I mean, can we just appreciate how bad that phrasing is? <laughs> I've never referred to pissing in a bush to seizing the opportunity. Oh, yeah, I, I can't quite remember, but I feel like it was against someone's back garden. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> yeah, please tell me that's not a euphemism. Oh. That's a very different Oh, it's not a euphemism. That's for another time. Anyway, you were seizing the opportunity. I, you know, I, it was no, it was against the wheelie bin. Okay, thank you for thank you for clarifying, Danny. <laughs> that's that's not much better. I'm going to be honest. Nah, nah. You see, it was the wheelie bin's outside someone's house. So, you know, technically it's okay. No, no, I've, no. I've, I've painted it for your 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 descriptions, and I I don't want it. But he will be painting it after this call, after this podcast. If we get a hundred views, Danny will post it. That yeah, we will get a painting of uh Mr. Danny Jones <laughs> on uh foggy Lancaster night having a wee against a plastic wheelie bin. Huge. That's, that's, that's true modern art. It's true modern something, I'll give it that much. <laughs> so then I as, as I'm walking back to the club, I have a another bright idea you know i've had quite a few this night i mean you have so i think oh it's it's a, it's a student accommodation in the middle of lancaster which is actually on the way to the club and i'm like i've got a friend in there i'll just go see him and spend the night there good plan but it's it, it's it's a good plan with one quite fatal flaw in the fact that in this student accommodation there are over 100 flats Okay. And I have no idea which flat he's in. So r- rather than making the sensible decision that this isn't worth it, I shouldn't go there. What I do instead is I show up to the student accommodation and just ring no. every single random bugger in the complex, trying and failing to get his attention. And I believe I didn't even go to the right building. So I was just pressing buzzers on each flat, and I didn't know anyone in there waking them all up. Oh. I mean, listening to the story, Danny, I'd like to say my opinion of you hasn't changed, but then I'd be a liar. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gotten better. So you're so impressed by my bright ideas. I'm not going to answer that. Uh, what else happened? So then, then I finally give up and I return to the club and I meet Alex and he's like, oh yeah, I found your keys. Where were they? In the lost property. So, so as you said at the start of this story, where where you'd think to look. It's where they actually were. I mean, have you been back to Chancellor's Wharf since? Oh yeah, I have. I mean no one knew it was me, so it's been blacklisted. I mean to be fair, he did keep on shouting your name, Reese, so you have been. Just after pissing against a wheelie bin, just left a message saying, if anyone asked, this was Reese Peplow. The, the old switcheroo, he got me. Yeah, I mean, that's quite a saga, Danny. I'll give you that. It, it, it was the best night out of the year. <clears throat> Losing your keys, getting pissed, spending an hour and a half in the rain. 
it's it's a roller coaster. You cut it's a great British night out in a nutshell. And that's why he drank Carlin. It's nostalgia. <laughs> it's it it all makes sense. It's full circle. But yeah, aside from drinking and everything else, have you guys been watching anything interesting? Oh, 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 have I? Well, I mean, any, 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 anybody that uh, essentially uh, knows me will will know pretty much one fact about me: that it's the Eurovision Song Contest is easily the best thing in existence. It it's it's above my birthday, above Christmas. Above any other national holiday, this is everything to me. And what happened to come out? Well, only Eurovision, the story of Fire Saga on Netflix, which I believe to be probably the greatest film of all time. Uh, to put it, to put it as, as a conservative measure, it, it, that, that's how I would I would describe it. I mean, it's a very, very strong review. The strongest. I still haven't seen it. Well, I mean, what are you waiting for? Uh, the time, basically. Well, the time, the time is, is now. Fill your time with that. As, as a good time filler, you should fill your time with probably the greatest piece of cultural movie making this century. For anyone who hasn't seen it, like me, do you want to give us a bit of backstory? Oh, I, 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 Danny, have you watched it? I haven't. Do you, but are either you two normal Eurovision watchers? I'll watch bits. Yeah, I dip in and out, but I'd say I'm a... Okay. okay. I, 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 might, I might sometimes watch the highlights. The highlights of the whole four-hour like event, mate. So I don't know, don't know what highlights you're watching. You've got the full spectrum. You've got the, you've got the Uber fan in Reese. You've got the guy who can't be asked in Danny. And then you've got the guy who dips <laughs> in and out with me. It's, it's, uh, it's truly an evolution, but by the end of, by the end of this, you'll, you'll all be fans. But uh, the, the premise of this film, um, starring Will Ferrell, great, great actor, and Rachel Adams uh, plays Lars and Sigrid, uh, two Icelandic people who want to represent their country at the Eurovision, the greatest song contest in the whole world. And through a catalogue of very unfortunate errors and partially cringe moves, and some interference with elves, they managed to get to the Eurovision stage, and the 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 film is a journey through their 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 experience. Um, highlights of the film are include ten previous, sorry, eleven previous artists, three or four different winners of Eurovision making an appearance in the film. The soundtrack is incredible. Uh, you definitely have to look at the soundtrack. It it's it's so much so much uh, just passion and and energy, and it's held in Edinburgh. So what, what what more could you want from this this film, really? I mean, I've just looked it up here, and you've got Piers Brosnan in it. Yeah, he plays um, Will's a uh, very attractive father. But it's it's also for anyone who's also been watching Netflix shows, got. Actor called M- Michael Pursebrandt, who plays Victor Carlosson, who uh, some of some of you might recognise as Jacob from Sex Education, the plumber. And... Really? Yes, 
No Otis's mum's partner, yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's all coming together. Have you, have you been watching anything, Danny? Any films to bring into mind? I don't know if I've watched any film. Oh, no, I, I watched uh, Christopher Nolan, The Prestige, I think, I think between the two podcasts. Fair. What What is The Prestige? I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. So it's got... Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman play two rival magicians in Edwardian England. And it's basically about them trying to outdo each other with their magic tricks. And they both have two special magic tricks and no one will get how they do them. And it's got a really cool plot twist at the end. And it's Christopher Nolan, so it's obviously amazing. That's, that's true. He is a very, he's a very good director. I've, I've, I remember the name now. I mean, he's he's a very good director. You could argue the best, but I know race is a burning question that he wants to act, ask us about one of the more well-known actors from the noughties, especially Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage, yes, indeed. Now, this this I thought was just a dilemma between my family. So this is a long-standing feud. Is is Nick Cage a good actor? or an awful actor. Now, I thought, the, like I say, I thought this was contained within my family, but clearly it is widespread. There's many a Reddit, many an article that, that claim Nick Cage to either be good or to be bad. Um, I'd be interested to see what your thoughts are, but um, one poll off uh, Reddit of 351 people, uh, about 20% said he's a bad actor, 30% said he's a bad actor, but in a good way. Not sure how that, I'm not sure how that that correlates. I think it's so bad it's good. Forty percent said he was a good actor. So you got yeah, that fifty percent that's either bad or bad in a good way. Forty percent that was good. And the other ten percent are other, uh, which which included um quite a bit of negative, mixed, and um a lot of them blamed the movies. Uh, or my my favorite, three of them all came back with plain weird. But you know what? What I want, I want to put this out there. This is a this is a study because I personally think he's a good actor. I like the films, A National Treasure, great great set of films. That but you know my my dad, and my brother don't see it completely the opposite way. I mean, I'd agree with you personally. I think he's a good actor. He's had some very good films, such as he played one of the main characters in the first Kick-Ass film. Mm-hmm. He also was the lead in a two thousand and five film called Lord of War which is about an arms dealer, dealer, which I found really interesting because it was like a comedy, but it was actually really serious. But I definitely say he's a good actor, but he's just been in so many bad films. For example, he was in one in 1997 with John Travolta called Face Off. Oh, that's that's a good film. It's an okay film. I've not been the biggest fan. Basically, an FBI agent undergoes plastic surgery in order to impersonate and get hold of his son's killer and his arch enemy and trouble brews when this arch enemy begins impersonating the fbi agent and it all kind of folds in a bit on himself ah sounds, that's well fun i definitely say he's not the worst actor i've ever watched who, who would you give that title the worst actor i've ever seen well that that's a tough one I mean, the worst one of all time is probably. Have you guys heard of Tommy Wiseau? I feel like I've heard it, but I couldn't tell you anything about him. 
he basically played. I don't even know how to describe it. There's a film that came out oh, him. Oh, called God. The Room. And it's widely known as one of the worst films ever. I couldn't tell you what it's about. Oh, yes. I've just Googled it. Yes, I yeah, I am aware of this person now. Because I have no idea. And it was so bad they made a film starring the Franco brothers about the film. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it was, it's, it's one of God, the worst film ever or something, isn't it? Oh, yes. I mean, it's rightly so. I was, uh, well, one one uh, website gave it nine percent. What What about you, Danny? What's your opinion on Nick Cage? Uh, probably agree. He, he's not. He's not. He's not like the best actor you've ever seen ever in history. But I, I, he's all right. He's he, he's he's a good meme. But he's not. He's not awful. He's not amazing. He's just he's just an actor, isn't he? What What about you, Danny? Who would you say the worst actor is? I don't know about the worst, but I'd say the most overrated is Tom Cruise. That is a very left field answer. I've only enjoyed one film I've seen him in. I think it's called The Firm. The, the Firm. See, I've never even heard of that film. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just checking that's what it's called. I mean... I'm checking through Tom Tom Cruise films, Mission Impossible films. Those are good films. Yeah, I'm not saying they're like he's a bad actor. He's just he's he's just treated like this amazing, one of the best actors in the world. Blah 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 blah. But he just he's, he's, he's Tom Cruise is no better or worse than Nick Cage. Oh, that is a powerful clay. Danny's breaking up the controversies. I mean, there is one film Tom Cruise was in that I really find him funny in. And I don't know if you guys have heard, heard about it because he's got a small role in it. It's called Tropic Thunder. Oh, oh, oh. Tropic Thunder, what a film. Tro- Tropic Thunder, for anyone who doesn't know, came out in 2008. It's got a solid 7 out of 10 on IMDb and an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's where a film crew shooting a big-budget war movie are forced to become the soldiers they're portraying when they're attacked by a gang of poppy-growing local drug dealers due to mistaken identities. You don't see Tom Cruise for most of the film because Tom Cruise in this film plays the big sort of producer Len Len Grossman. I think it is. Len or Les Grossman. He's got a bodysuit on to make him look bigger. He's balding. Got a hairy chest and medallion. And my highlight of the entire film is in the credits where they've just got Tom Cruise's dad dancing in this fat suit. And that's all. I never knew I needed to see that until then. I mean, I never knew it was Tom Cruise. That was, it was an all-star cast, wasn't it? What, what, a, what? You've got Robert Downey Jr., Ben Stiller, Jack Black, Brandon T. Jackson, who the name might not be familiar, but he's been in the Percy Jackson films. Oh, yes. He's been in... Uh, the third Big Mama film. I didn't even know they made a third one, but he was in that. <laughs> Why are the three of them? Uh, he was in The Tooth Fairy with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Awful, awful. I mean, it's probably just as bad as your food tastes is probably is, is, is how I describe your statement there. I mean, my food tastes are getting more and more developed as the days go on. I mean, just last week, the three of us partook in a, a Just Eat switcheroo or at least me and reese did oh the switcheroo the switcheroo where we'd peered off almost like secret santa where we'd all 
paid off and we'd all been told you're getting food for this person this that and the other so for example i was paid off with a friend and i knew i was getting her food and she knew she was getting me food but we didn't know what food we were getting until the night that is so reese what did you think of that experience oh i thought it was lovely like i I, i'm a man that likes to to dabble in the unknown um so when uh when given the opportunity well obviously this was an opportunity to just have of anything thrown at me and uh i know it did it did not uh disappoint i i really enjoyed it i mean it, it sounded quite stressful and order something in uh it, it wasn't too bad to be fair with the app we used everyone seemed to end up getting nice food i mean i know the food i got was absolutely class and i know reese you enjoyed yours oh it was fantastic i still don't know what it is i still can't really describe it either but it was amazing I mean, one of the more interesting moments is where one person told me he'd ordered a mini calzone, basically a folded pizza for his friend. And inside contained mushrooms, chicken, and assorted other objects. And that was that. It was all sorts of different meats, not much veg. And then when the person he was sending it to got it and opened it up, he went, oh, there's some sweet corn in here. And that wasn't one of the ordered options. We asked, we asked the guy with the calzone, what's in there? What's in there? And he, was like, he listed off everything the guy who ordered it, Alistair, had put in, apart from chicken. <laughs> so unless Alex, the guy with the calzone, thought, oh, this, this sweet corn's surprisingly meaty and tastes like bird. Uh, we don't know where the chicken went. But it somehow transformed into sweet corn. Somehow. It's... it's, it's... It's, it, who knows? It's it's an absolute, uh, absolute. Uh, mystery. It's one of life's great mysteries. Yeah, great enigma. But yeah, if you guys were to do that again, would you would you nice the person you've got, or would you give them hell? Uh, it it depends who it was. If I thought it'd be funny, to shit food, my word. Like there's there's giving them hell, and then there's giving them weird. Because like m- myself, I I would. I, I specialize in, in weird. I, I will eat pretty much anything, you know, within reason. And like, so if you had the opportunity to just send random shit to people, I would. Because individually, they might taste nice. Let's see how, let's see how it is together. So let, let, let's send fucking peas on a burger and then make them dip that into fucking, I don't know, maple syrup. Clotted cream. time before we finish up lads do you have anything planned over the next week or two uh more pubs more pubs excited to go to the barham hotel reopening park on wednesday Big. as long as it's covid secure that's what we like to hear of course social distance what have i got planned for this week well obviously i'm just absolute top worker big up ibm for giving me a placement so just doing bits for them. And, um, you know, just keeping it easy. I, I need people to go to the pub with. Now Danny's in Lancaster, though. I, 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 I might, I might, uh, we might uh, coincidentally end up at the same pub together at the same time. Who knows? Spoon sesh, anyone? Absolutely. Get your mask on and I'll be there. And I'll be, it's, it's good for you, lads. I'm, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. So I've got virtual pubs. 
It's it's like pubs, but that, you're in your yeah, pajamas. Your English mates go to the pub and they just bring you on FaceTime. Close, them and my Welsh mates. <laughs> <laughs> We've been sent a question for a little ender to ponder on. Oh, I like this. An anonymous sender. It is an anonymous sender. Oh, mysterious. Yeah, we don't know who it is. Maybe they'll know. And I'm right. I'm thinking that me and Danny have not have not seen this this question at all before either. No, neither of you have seen this, and this is the first time I've seen this. Yeah, I mean, we've been sent this random question from an anonymous person. It's it's quite a unique question. So if you send this in, know that we're using your question, and that's lads. If you were a cake, what kind of cake would you be, and why? So, Danny. Well. I'd like to say chocolate cake. Oh, why? Well, because uh, it's uh, thick and succulent. <laughs> Can I be the title of the book? No, of all the answers. <laughs> thick and thick succulent. And succulent. Uh, I, I have never heard anyone give that answer for why they're chocolate cake, and I didn't expect you to give that answer. I, I don't think anybody was. That's... That's class. That is. I mean, you can't argue with it. For anyone who doesn't know Danny Jones, if you see him in the street, just look at it, look him up and down, and you will know that he is thick and succulent. Are you, are you thick with two C's or thick with a K? Oh, it's, it's definitely got two C's. Uh, it, it's a big C squared. Oh. <laughs> Huge. And I mean, there's, there's not really an answer to follow that, Reese. But if you were, I mean, yeah, I, 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 you know, how do I even? But uh, so, so I, I, my my answer was going to be um, uh, a classic Victoria sponge. It's Ooh. it's yeah, some could say that's you know a boring choice perhaps maybe they can say that about me but I'll say it's it's the peak of Britishness. It's you know it's 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 known by by people you know you you just talk about it people know about it. It might not be um, the, the 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 thick and succulent uh, chocolate cake. But you know, it's light, it's fruity, it's got cre- it, it's got everything you need for a good cake, and I, I don't think it's too heavy either. So I'd I'll go for my patriotic, uh, feel good uh, cake. That that's me. And it's it's a good answer. You can't argue with it. But it's not thick and succulent. That's that. We've got thick and succulent, and we've got patriotic covered. How are you going to round it off? A marble cake or lemon drizzle? Oh, I do love a lemon. Yeah, drizzle. and I think I'm a cheeky lemon drizzle. I do. But why? That's 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 the key bit here. Well, I mean, bit 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 cheeky. Like it does exactly what it says on the tin. Oh, it does. It drizzles the lemon. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's just a very nice and fluffy cake. You are a nice fluffy boy. He's not quite thick and succulent, but. No, 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 that, that, you, you, we, we can't we can't replicate that Danny don't you worry we can't but he's, he's a cheeky fluffy boy from Con recent <laughs> thick and succulent Danny that's it for t- today's episode I hope you all had a good time listening to the bits of this that I make it out and yeah we'll see you next time I've never going to see chocolate cake the same way. I mean, it's, it's how I've always seen it. So. <laughs> and on that note, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.